You're listening to the Holistic Spaces Podcast with Angie Cho, episode 30, Attracting a Successful Career, a mini consultation. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. So Anna opted to do the online consultation and we had a really great time. It was about 30 minutes. And one of the things she really wanted to speak about was attracting a successful career. And I love how this really syncs with the last episode about how to um, use feng shui to help you find a new job. And it's very similar, goes hand in hand. So I really hope that everyone gets something out of this episode and I wanted to, again, thank everyone for listening and remember, share this podcast, be, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review and check out holisticspaces.com. So without further ado, here's our consultation with Anna. Yes, no, thank you. I'm, I'm thrilled and I'm really excited to do this. Yay. So, um, so for the listeners, Anna sent me her floor plan, which we'll put up on, um, the podcast website, which is www.holisticspaces.com slash podcast, just so you could see what we're talking about. So since we don't have a lot of time, I'm just going to jump right into it. So when Anna and I first connected about this, I asked her to send me her birth date, her birth time and birth location. And also three wishes for herself. And we're not going to be able to touch on all three wishes, but I wanted her to think about three different ones. And then I'm going to ask her which one's most important or that she wants to address. And sometimes the one that you want to address won't necessarily be the one that we ended up end up addressing, but we'll see how it goes. So the first one was um, to have a lucrative career where she's happy and she's currently exploring real estate. Um, another, the second one was to get married and have healthy babies within the next three years. And then the third one was to be less moody and more emotionally stable. So Anna, tell me, um, which one of these do you think is like the most uh, important, like follow your, your gut instinct. Like what seems like the one that would be best to address today? Sure. I think I'm going to go with the first one just because I, that's the one, um, I have like the least control over right now, I think. Um, yeah. so I'm just interested to hear, hear what you have to say. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, so you feel like you have the least control over that one. Yeah. Okay. So here, so my first question, so typically I go through, um, kind of refining what the question is in order to see the best way to address it. So what is your career like now? Um, so it, I work for a startup, so it's very open-ended, I guess. It's like not, there's no concrete, um, like there's no stability. Um, 
So I definitely want something where I have more um, control over. And uh, okay, so, so that's not- why I, I'm I'm going to pursue real estate. Um, I'm going to start classes next week, mm-hmm. and I just want to make more money and, and do stuff um, that I'm interested in. Okay, so where you are right now, you're not really that happy there. Um, you're not making as much money as you'd like, and there, you can't really see where you're going with it. Like, it's not like a long-term thing. Right, right. And then, um, and you're exploring real estate. That seems exciting to you. You're going to start taking classes, which is great. So is part of the reason why having a lucrative career, um, it, does that seem out of reach for you because because of your history or because like, well, actually, you know what I like to do is just go through the feng shui bagua map and kind of ask you questions. Like, is it that like you need more support? Like you're not good at starting new things? Um, so yes, I, I have bad anxiety. Okay. So starting something like anything that seems difficult, like maybe before I even pursue it, I'll just give up because it seems so far out of reach. But then I know, like, what kind of life I want for myself. And then so I know that I have to do something that um, is going to provide me with a little bit more income. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, the job I am now, because it's so entry level, to, like, be where I have to be just seems like it would take, like, way too much time or just like it's not possible hmm so there's a little bit of like self-sabotage like you're not you don't have trust in yourself or that you have um you're not so confident in yourself but also like that starting over or um starting from the beginning can be really intimidating because it could take like years right 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 yeah like even the real estate classes it took me two years to sign up for that. And it's like not, it's just to sign up for classes. Like, it's not like I'm, I'm quitting my job and doing anything. Well, and that took uh-huh. two years. Well, I don't know if you listened to um, the podcast that I did about your nine star key, but your so your nine star number is number two. And my husband's actually a two as well. And two is related to earth. And it makes sense that you're saying all this because two earth people are pretty slow like they say um sometimes like a whole like opportunity will pass you by and you're still deciding if you even want to consider it and that and there's nothing wrong with that like I'm kind of the opposite I'm I'm a six so I'm very like fast-paced and I'm like let's do it like I'm always like trying to get things I'm very action-oriented and getting getting things done all the time and like my husband for instance he's like He'll think about things for a long time. Like when I was unemployed, I like sent I would send out like a hundred resumes, and when he was unemployed, he'd send out like one a week or something, and spend a lot of time oh on gosh. that one. I, I under I completely understand. Um, I'm not I'm not same way. But I think um, one great thing about two Earth people is that they're really good at focusing on one thing really well. So that's something to think about when you um, look for your career. So and and you've made the decision to go for this real estate thing. So I think that's um, I think that's great. So um, I'm just gonna ask you a few more questions. So with the real estate thing specifically, you wanna you want some help to really create your real estate endeavor into something that's successful 
Right. Okay. So specifically that thing, that's what you've decided to pursue right now. Or are you kind yeah. of halfway? You're like, I'm not sure if it's even going to be real estate. You know, I, the only reason why I feel like I'm not sure is because everyone always tells me like how hard it is. Mm. And so sometimes I'm like, uh, like it might be too hard for me. But everything's challenging, right? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just, I think part of being an adult is to just, um, even if it's scary, to just do it for your future. Exactly. And with real estate, so you're working now on gaining the knowledge. And and from my experience with real estate, because I know a few um, people in real estate, like, like, so you're looking to be a, um, a broker? Eventually, yes. Okay. So... I think a huge thing is one, like you have to develop the knowledge to pass the test, right? But that's, I think that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty easy, I think. Uh, I've, I've heard, I've heard so. If you just put in the hours and um, take the test, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Yes. Like I think that you may not be, need help on because I think if you, if you can just study, it'll be fine. But what's right, really right. challenging, I think, with the real estate business is developing relationships, right? Yes. So maybe that's something that would help you to cultivate a lucrative career that starting to learn how to develop relationships. So how are you at developing relationships? You know, I, I used to think I was good at it, but over the years, I've become more and more introverted. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that has um, something to do with I, I moved to the East Coast two years ago from California. So I don't know if that has to do with not being in my comfort zone or just like with my insecurity is is getting more extreme. Like, I don't know. So, um, sorry, you moved where from California? So I'm originally from the Bay Area. Mm Mm-hmm. From Fremont, California. And then I moved to D.C. two years ago. Oh, my sister lives in D.C. (laughs) So nice. (laughs) But she wants to move back to California as well. Oh, same, same. Eventually I will. Okay. Yeah. So, um, all right. So you really, I think, um, okay. I, I'm going to ask you a question, Anna. Do you want to focus on how to make, how just to have, you know, I'm going to answer your question. I think that it's about having a lucrative career, whether or not it's real estate or not, but it's about finding something that you um, have confidence in and that you love and that will allow you to grow and cultivate yourself so you can attract wealth to you right absolutely so it doesn't matter if it's real estate or not that's something that's one route that you're looking at but um it might not be that way because I kind of get the feeling that maybe you chose real estate because you think it's easy (laughs) so honestly I sometimes I think that too because it's like well, taking these classes is way easier than, like, going to grad school mm-hmm. um, or, like, starting entry level and then, like, 10 years later. Um, but, you know, like, I have a good yeah. friend and she's so funny because she I met her in a business class when we were both starting our businesses. And now she calls me, uh-huh. like, her mentor in a way. But um, and we're the same age. And she she was first starting a jewelry business when I met her and now Mm -hmm. she's an interior designer. And this was only within the last like, you know, six or seven years, I think. And she Mm -hmm. really like did not want, she picked jewelry designing because she thought it'd be easy. 
and then she just could she just w- wasn't exciting enough it wasn't what she wanted to do she really wanted to be an interior designer but you know she was like i don't want to start all over again i don't want to go to school <laughs> I'm like in my at the time she was in her late 30s. She's like, I'm in my late 30s. I don't want to go back to school. I don't want to start at an entry level job. I don't you know, but you know what? She turned it around. And now I just talked to her yesterday and she Uh has her own. um, Now she's 100 percent on her own doing interior design work. So, um, yeah, so, so, okay, then what we'll do is we'll focus on how to look at your, um, the feng shui of your home to support, um, I think that you need to get a little bit of motivation. I think that you need to, um, find, I think you do need to cultivate your knowledge, but you need to see what really makes you happy like what like what you know if you could have any job and it didn't matter like how long it took to get good at it like what would you do honestly like I ask myself that and I just don't know and I don't know if it's because like I don't have motivation and I am insecure so it's like scary to say something out loud or to like even think about it hmm um, because you feel like you'll but, fail at it, right? Right. Okay. All right. Are you the oldest daughter by any chance? I am. Yeah. Okay. And I have a younger sister. So you, I am as well. I'm the first daughter, and you know, in the feng shui area, um, the the abundance area, the purple area, the top left corner of the Bagua map, that's related to wealth, abundance, um, self worth, and it's also related to the oldest daughter. And, and I understand that because, um, I think as the oldest daughter, you're kind of looked at as a person to like, that will take care of the younger siblings and, um, to kind of like put your needs aside. I remember like I, my sister would never get in trouble. I always got in trouble because I, but then if right. my sister did something wrong, it was my fault. Cause I was a bad example. Okay. <laughs> So, um, that's it is, yeah. yeah, and like the, and you, the oldest daughter just ends up kind of taking care of things. So, so there's a lot of self-worth issues because you're taught to not think about yourself as much or put other people first. So I think we'll work on that, which is, so the abundance area, and then we can look at, um, your not self-knowledge area. I think those are the big ones for you. So, yeah, um, I agree. and then maybe, um, I don't know if we can get to it, but maybe helpful people so you can have people that are helping you. Because sometimes you don't know, like when, you know, when I first started my job, I'm like, how am I going to find clients? Or not when I first started my business, <laughs> I'm like, how? I don't even know. And like, you might be like, I don't even know what I want to do. How am I going to figure out what I want to do? And sometimes, right. um, so the benefactors area is related to heaven and, and helpful people. And sometimes, like, you just need to ask the heavens for help. You don't know where it's going to come from, but you just have to ask for some help to make something out of nothing. So, um, okay, so let's look at your floor plan then. So if we look at your abundance area and your um, knowledge area. So one thing that I noticed of your overall floor plan. So um, I'm going to, you have the... The way that you have it oriented, I'm going to flip it around so the entry is on the bottom. So it aligns with so okay. it's the same orientation as the feng shui map. So when I look at your entry, um, 
You have like a storage room or a closet on the left, right? Yeah, it's like a coat closet. Yeah, so that's part of your knowledge area, actually. And you know what it's saying? It's telling me that there might be knowledge that you have that you need to work a little bit harder to uncover because it's hidden. So it's kind of like maybe it's like reassuring that, you know, you have so much to share. Maybe it's just not you have to dig a little deeper. And so a good way to, to work on this area would be to um, keep that closet in order and not have it too stuffed, but allow like new things to come in and out of that closet. Like, you know, like now it's, we're getting, it's colder, it's winter. Maybe you put in your coats, but maybe, you know, you, maybe you, you clean it out on a regular basis. Can you do that? Um, I do sometimes, but not as, thoroughly as I should so maybe when you do it you'll kind of um, look at it as like this is my self-cultivation and knowledge area where I'm really like bringing new refreshing it and bringing new things in and out of it so you're not stuck absolutely yeah there are like lots of things in there that I do want to get rid of so yeah don't yeah Um, I would say I know a lot of people end up like putting a lot of stuff in their entry because it's on its way out and a lot of stuff goes in the um the front and the front entry closet but for you i think since we're working this is in your knowledge area and we're working on this i would make sure to keep it um active you know don't let it um stagnate okay and then um when you first walk in there's that wall that's um the, you, that's shared with your kitchen maybe that would be a great place to put something that's inspirational to you like do you have like uh, maybe like an object in your home that you really love that costs a lot of money or something <laughs> or um, um, you know not that I can think of or, off the top of my head hmm. like, or something that is there something like you've been really want been wanting to get, but you feel like you can't afford it? So it can be like anything big or small. Like yeah. Well, something basically here's the idea. I want you to be able to cut when you walk in and out of your apartment or your house. Is it a house or an apartment? Mm-hmm. Apartment. Yes. Okay. Um, I want you to be able to see this thing. I want you to like within reason, like get something that like you can that you could stretch and and buy but something that you've been wanting for a while but that way every time you see it you could know that like you're allowed to have like you're worth having like that thing that you want not that like uh, objects are really that important but it's like that um it reminds you Uh uh-huh sure so like if there's like some purse that you've been wanting maybe you always you use it but then you set it there when you yeah, yeah. There is actually a coat rack, like right there. That okay. That I could put. Yeah. Or it could even be like a piece of art that you've been wanting to get, or maybe a picture of something that you want to get. So that would be uh-huh. a great thing to put over there. Um, oh, you know, another thing that I've been talking a lot to people about is um, making a list also of what you're what you want in your career so it doesn't have to be like i want to be the best real estate agent it's more like how do you want to feel like i want to feel um like i'm growing i want to feel successful 
I want to feel like um, I can afford things that I like. I can, I, um, I want to feel stable, like all those things and make a list of nine things that you would want to do and write it on, um, a red piece of paper with a new Mm -hmm. black pen and then sign it. And then you could, so nine items and then on red paper. So red is auspicious and the new black pen, and then you can fold it up and put it in a red envelope, you know, like those Chinese red envelopes, or you can just get a regular envelope and put it over your door. So, you know, in the Buddhist tradition, sometimes people put like talismans over the door and mantras over the door. So every time you walk under, under the door, you're activating it. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think that would be really great for you to do that. You could put it over your door. So every time you're walking in and out, you're again, activating your knowledge, but activating all these things that you want. And, um, you can either put it above your door, but if you think you need a reminder of it, maybe put it in the red envelope at eye level. So when you walk out, of your door every time before you know what I like that let's do it for you um at eye level so every time you go to walk out the door you see that and you know that before you go into the world that you have these intentions that you want to um bring in and then we're further activating the knowledge area absolutely okay um So I also see that in your your washroom and your toilet and everything is in your benefactors area. So (laughs) it's it's not that ideal because um, what the benefactors area is related to metal and water. It drains metal. So it kind of like can drain helpful people away from you. So a great way to um, combat that because you do need, I think, helpful people to support you. Um, I think that would give you more confidence. I think that you can um, either, like, what what color scheme is your bathroom? You know, it's just the walls are, like, yellow and white. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, all the cabinetry is white. Okay. So it's very um, metal, and then the earth creates the metal, creates the water. So maybe you could do... Um, you know, actually, here's what I'll have you do. Is there a window in there? No. No, I wish there was. <laughs> That's okay. Well, why don't you get um, a fake plant that looks realistic and okay. place it on top of the toilet? So symbolic. Yeah. yeah. So symbolically, it's um, it's uh creating it's taking the water the downward energy of the water and transforming it into life energy and it's moving upward so it's taking like because the water feeds the plant and makes it grow and expand and then another thing you could do is put a door on the outside of your bathroom i mean sorry when a mirror on the outside of your door of the bathroom okay 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 um And then let's see, in your abundance area is in your living room, dining room. And I think that's kind of nice um, because the dining table also represents how you connect with people and how you nourish yourself. So do you do you use that table often? I do use the table, but I will say that like that corner of our house is like the most um, like empty. Empty. Okay. So yeah, yeah, so think about that. Else there are like plants and um, like. 
so maybe you need to pay attention to that so and you know what that the Mm -hmm. metaphor might be then anna is that you um in terms of like nourishing yourself and and working on your self-worth and your confidence it's pretty empty there Mm -hmm. so a great way to activate that area is to one just start using it (laughs) yeah just start using the area maybe invite friends over and have and have like time there um and like you said adding plants could really um, add more life energy to the space or adding like um adding yeah adding plants would be good actually because it's a wood area so adding plants to kind of start start something up you could even put um Okay, I'm going to do, I'll tell you the other thing for your bedroom. So, um, also about this area, um, oh, do you have a desk? I don't, no. Okay, so I would, I would recommend that you get a desk because your desk represents your career. And Mm -hmm. if you don't have a desk, it's hard to start a career that you don't have either, right? Right, right. So, um, you can put the career or the desk maybe in, um, maybe by the window or, you know, if you can't buy a desk, maybe for now you use that dining table as your desk. Mm -hmm. But, um, I would put a desk somewhere, find, find the bless the place that works for you. And I think that's step one, finding a desk. Cause that, um, makes, it makes it more serious that you're starting to work on your career. Right, I agree. Even if you're working for someone, you having the desk right now because you're having such um, blocks with your career is going to make a huge difference. Okay. Yeah, I, and then, I, yeah, I think it'll be nice to have like a space. Yeah, and get um, a pretty like desk that you like. And, <laughs> and, you know, try to use it like every day, like, put your computer on there just try to use it mm-hmm. and then um and then let's move on to your bedroom so your bedroom looks pretty good your bed is in the right place you have two little nightstands mm-hmm. great um let's see the only thing i would say is well does your door really swing that way is the hinge on the right or is it on the left like when um, you're standing it does really swing that way oh wait no no, it doesn't. Okay, good. You're right. It's it's on the it's on the other side. Okay. So let's so um here's one last thing I'm gonna tell you and then I'll I'll see if you have any other questions. Um I think okay. to help with your motivation and to help kind of mm-hmm. kickstart things, a really great thing to do is to get a wind chime and you can get any wind chime that you love. However, if you want more guidance, you can do one that um, you can get one that has five cylinders, hollow cylinders in metal because mm-hmm. five represents the five elements. But, you know, if you find something else you love, no problem. Just something that that actually um, makes a beautiful sound. And I would hang uh-huh. that in the center of your bedroom from the ceiling with a red string. And the red string should be in an increment of nine nine so like nine inches 18 inches 27 inches okay and that's gonna give you a kick in the butt to get something started 
I would like that. I need it. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're too, you're too, uh, earth. It takes a while. It takes a while. Is your, also, (laughs) is your bed low or is it pretty high? It's low. Okay. So I think if you could like, I don't know, like sometimes they have those like bed lifts, like little things that you can, Mm -hmm. It would be good if you can lift your bed higher because I could tell your chi is kind of low too. Like you seem a little Mm -hmm. like, you feel like defeated. So having your bed low also lowers your chi. So if you can lift it up higher, it's going to help lift your chi. And if you have any art in your room, um, Uh, do you have any art? Not good stuff. Oh, Okay, well, sometimes, well, I see what occurred to me is like, sometimes I see a pattern of people having art up in their rooms. So one is like, if it's depressing or not uplifting, maybe it's time to change that. But also placing them too low. Sometimes people place them too low, like, like, um, below eye level. And that again, creates Mm -hmm. this downward feeling. And it just adds to more like more depressed feelings and kind of brings you down. So if you can, I would lift your bed if you could. Or sometimes you can just add a box spring or I'm not sure what you need, but see what you can do to lift the bed up if you can. If you can't, mm-hmm. then you can't. Um, and then if you have artwork on the wall, it sounds like you want to change your artwork. So maybe you should change your artwork. Yeah. And then make sure you lift it up high enough. I think I have a blog post about like how high you should do it, but like at least eye level or so. So when you're looking at it, you slightly lift your gaze a little bit because that really actually um, is more expansive and less um, claustrophobic. Like, you know, in like my like my meditation center, like they have these different types of meditations you can do. And there's one meditation where you gaze low and really uh-huh. like just like you only gaze like a few feet away from you and it's so claustrophobic and then you start to like kind of go crazy and question yourself while you're meditating and then there's another one where you lift your gaze almost above the horizon line and it's so uh-huh. expansive and spacious and you feel like there's so much more out there so even little things like, like that up. yeah I think that's what you need right now to open yourself up a little bit more and um yeah, and so that those are that's my quick little mini consultation for you. No, thank you so much. It's been really helpful, um, and it, it's been stuff uh, I've been thinking about. So mm-hmm. I'm glad. I feel like you've just like confirmed everything, and I'm gonna go do it. Oh, good. Do you have any specific questions <laughs> about your your floor plan or your apartment? Mm, you know, I think you've covered. Um, I guess one question is, what does the mirror on the outside of the the bathroom door, what is that for? So that's to, um, so instead of having the bathroom take the toilet and everything in your benefactor's area, what it does, it it takes a reflection of the rest of your home and pushes it into that space. So you have, so it kind of helps to alleviate the bathroom in that, in the benefactor's area. Okay, perfect. I also want to tell you one, a couple other things really quick about your um, yeah your astrology. So you're a snake, right? Yeah. So snake, it's so snake is should be okay this year because you're good friends with the monkey. But I also want you to know, like next year is the year of the rooster, and snake is in mm-hmm. harmony with the rooster. Like they, they form a snake forms a um, a triad with the rooster. 
And so mm-hmm. it's actually like you're going to move. You're moving into another positive year. I know this year may have been a little bit. I don't know if this year has been hard for you, but it should have been pretty OK because this it's it was the OK. Monkey. Yeah, okay. Been harder OK, good. But yeah. um, one thing that may have made this year a little bit difficult would be that um, as a two earth, you're in the year of five transition and five um, like it's called um, what do we call it? Five basically okay because my husband's going through this and i've been through this when i was in my five years when i really had to struggle with like okay am i an architect do i do feng shui what happened like i i couldn't i couldn't like make them work together in my head and and then when i was in my five year the year that you're in now i was really able to Mm kind of clarify like how to bring it together and really make something Mm -hmm. new so it's a it's a year of um rebirth and um, a lot of transition. It's going to feel like a lot of things are coming at, at you from all directions, but it's really like going to be like, if you can let go of the things that aren't working for you this year, I mean, we're already moving into the next year, but, um, this is like, you still have time. This is what this year means for you. It's like transition and rebirth and reestablishing things for yourself. And the next year you're going into the sixth year, which is about, um, um, like it's like the harvest. It's like after all the hard work, um, you're going to finally be able to see things coming to fruition. It's still going to be hard work, but it, you'll start, things are going to start happening. Cause like, for instance, my husband is going through like this whole like career change now and it's mm-hmm. going to be, and I think it's for the better. And then it's, and then he's starting to see much more success. And next year you're going to start to be, um, seen more for the skills that you have and, um, be more recognized where this year is about like, a lot of change, a lot of change and transition. Right, right. Um, actually, I did listen to that podcast, and I was like, I did my number, and I did my boyfriend's number, and I, it, was, it was spot on. Good. Yeah, um, I find it's really yeah. helpful. It's really helpful. <laughs> and it kind of, you know, with my, like, um, like, you know, the first time my husband heard about, like, the his um, astrology from one of my mentors, he... Mm-hmm. He actually, because he's also two earth like you, he was like giving himself such a hard time because he wasn't creative, creating enough and he was really felt stuck. And then she said, you know, that makes sense because he's a monkey. She's like, you're in a tiger year and that's like not a good year for the monkey. They're in opposition and this is also what you're going through. And so hearing about your astrology kind of gives you another perspective and and helps you Uh to give yourself a break. So so realize just that this year is a lot about transition. Next year is going to if you do the if you d- work on yourself this year, you're going to really be able to see a lot coming to fruition next year. And um mm-hmm. and I think these few things are really going to help you to start to find clarity and and then just work on your self-worth and know that like you know, you can you'll never know if you're going to be good at something unless you try right so if you fail then you're already like you're you know you're not even giving yourself a chance right right like um one thing i realized so this is one last thing i don't know if i've told this on the podcast but um when i was at a point where i had i could i was getting a lot of work and i could go on my own um i was still freelancing for a designer and I was so scared to quit because I um, I was making a lot of money. I was doing well. And I, I just 
was scared. And then someone asked me like, well, what's the worst case scenario? So I thought about it. I'm like, <laughs> okay, so the worst thing that can happen is I quit this freelance job. I don't get enough work with my business and I get a free, another freelance job. So I was literally in my worst case scenario. Like I was living my worst case scenario out of fear. So I don't know if that's the same for you. Like if you don't try anything, you're just staying in your, your safe spot. Like, um, yeah, you're living in your worst case scenario, which is having a job that you're not making a lot of money and that you don't really right, like. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> so what's the worst that can happen? Just this right now. <laughs> okay. Well, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. And um, thank you, too. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast and for the wonderful review. Oh, no, it's great. I've been sharing it with everybody. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.